moving into the third year, I did not see the drive, the potential, anything. I just found myself, I'm going to be miserable yeah. because I'm going to be messing up in university. So I said, hey guys, it's Abdi. And it's Kevin. Welcome to UniLife, where we share real experiences, advice and stories from students new and old. This is our story. So, Abdi, we're here today starting a brand new project called UniLife. We've, we are planning to interview so many students and we thought that we will start with our story. It would not be fair if we told people to tell their story and we didn't say anything about ours. Mm. It's only fair. We ha you, have to, you have to start. If you want people to share, you got to share yourself. Yeah, we've got so many things to say as well. Our uni life was actually really cool. I really enjoyed my uni life here in, in uh, Sheffield and that's why I actually met you as well. So. Let's get into it and present ourselves to our listeners. Would you like to tell them more about yourself, what you studied, where you studied, yeah, what uh, you're currently doing? So I operate at Sheffield and I had a choice between Sheffield Hallam and Sheffield University. As, you know, just a local university just around the corner. I did apply outside of Sheffield, but I ended up studying at Sheffield Hallam. Uh, I studied mathematics there and I had a great time. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was definitely an experience that I definitely would not remove out of my life. Uh, it did uh, greatly shape who I was. Um, what about yourself? I mean, you've got a story because you're not, necessarily, you didn't originally come from England, you came from France. So, how, how did that journey get you to Sheffield? Yeah, pretty big journey actually because, you know, I was, I was in Lyon in, in France for maybe we have some French people listening to us or people who have been there. But I remember back in the days being in med school and actually um, studying so much and going crazy because I just, that's all I was doing. And um, and then an opportunity came where I had um, the opportunity to come to um, the UK to study. So I did some uh, applications to, I can't actually remember the, um, the universities I applied to on my UCAS, but Sheffield Harlem was actually the, the one that accepted me pretty, pretty early. I had to go there for an interview and then I got accepted. So it was kind of fate where I got to um, study bio, um, biomedical science in Sheffield Hallam and my brother lived there as well, so it was perfect. I was like a, a cross-section of two, two opportunities. I mean, it just made it easier that you've got family already here established to make it familiar for you. Exactly. So I remember you in, uh, when we first met, these close friends of mine were studying uh, biomedical science in Sheffield Hallam. So it, it was only natural that we met very early on in the freshers phase. Um, I ended up hanging out with the biomedical science with all of you guys because my postmates I wouldn't say postmates just people on my post they didn't really seem as engaging as, in a, as a crowd as the biomedical science group most yeah. of the time yeah before we get into that you want to tell to tell us a bit about what actually what what did you study at uni mathematics mathematics so would you like to tell the listeners why you decided to go to uni and why you chose mathematics I didn't I don't think I chose to go to university. I, I went to university because that was the next step. Uh, you know, it, it seems it, logical. Yeah, it, you, you, were, you were like corralled, if you will, like like how you funnel sheep with a turn of sheep, uh, like cows being sent to the slaughterhouse. Bad analogy, I know. But you know, like a sheepdog guiding sheep, it was just 
my whole life was okay school goes to sixth form sixth form goes to university and and so on mm-hmm. so it, it wasn't a case of uh, do you want to apply to university it was which university you're going to apply to yeah Hallam just became convenient at the time between Hallam and Sheffield uh, I did get a better offer I got accepted sooner at Hallam so it was just I, I, I became less motivated uh, to meet some conditions from other universities and it wasn't that Hallam had a lower standard or anything it's just every course at every university slightly different the mm-hmm. faculty size uh, the student population for the uh, student uh, size for a particular course the resources available so everyone's going to have their own it's like the insurance they all have their own pr- uh, price and break points mm-hmm. so I just ended up taking the opportunity at Hallam uh, fortunately as well some of my friends that uh, were close uh, very close with me at the time were going to the same university and starting at the same time so, right. so it was kind of like just like you uh, you know you went to go to the university but somebody very close to you was yeah. in the vicinity yeah. uh, it's not to say that I didn't have friends that went to other universities it was just uh, a lot of boxes were just checked it was just it made a, it was like a no brainer if you will yeah. to go to Hallam at that time right right I don't know for me it was just you know I guess since I've been a kid I've always had that dream to to be a doctor or at least work in science and I guess I just went to uni because that seemed like the only way to be a doctor you know I didn't know any other way I actually don't even know if there is any other way than going to uni to be a doctor it must be you know but obviously that's something that's not really advertised so it seems to me that I needed to be a doctor and I hated university in France you know being in uni in France really made me hate for the first time learning you know I used to really enjoy learning and then when I went to university I really started hating that so but then when I came to UK everything changed and I think wanted to be in the UK as well because also the medical degree here was five years instead of nine years in France you know so it seems like logical for me to come here in the UK to try my luck and if I was successful to gain four years in my studies you know so that was kind of my reasons and yeah like you said as well I had I had a brother here as well that you know really pushed me to take that decision okay uh, so how, how did your first year go because for me my first year was uh, quite full-on okay there was a lot of resources available to you so much that you were drowning in and you didn't even know just the, the full extent that society's could offer you job opportunities could offer you compared to going to a sixth form where you just come into class do the, uh, the lesson yeah. bring your homework and then eventually turn up to the exam yeah. uh, university was just this you know rich place of resources that you know, it was it was confusing at some point but uh, on the opportunity side of like meeting new people the social life was fall on into the red like zero to six yeah yeah it was yeah it was too we'll get into the social life in a bit but just to put ev- everything back into context can we remind the viewers which years we are talking about? Oh, no, this is the first year's experience. Which year was that? Oh, the actual calendar year. Yes. Okay, now you're showing my age. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. I mean, we've got to tell the viewers which year of uni life we're talking about, you know, because otherwise they can't really relate. It's absolutely fine. Uh, it was in the last half of the century. Hey guys, check out our new YouTube channel, Love Media, bringing you fresh and exciting content. Search Love Media on YouTube. 
<laughs> Which year was that? Actually, 2008. You know why I say it feels so long ago? Because I remember when I was a kid and someone would say, Oh, uh, today's music is terrible. You should listen to so so's music. And I'd be like, When did the album come out? 87. Jesus man, <laughs> it's 2004. Right. But then now, when I look at the years back, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that was my age. So yeah. So we're back in 2008 on our first year, mm. and let's get back bit by bit. I mean, beginning uni for me, you know, I was coming from France where basically our library was just a living room. You know, I mean, obviously a bit bigger, but just to show you the difference. And I'm coming to Sheffield Hallam. Where the, where the library is five floors. <laughs> you see you see what I mean? So <laughs> Exactly. So I'm coming there and I'm like, what? You know, and then I see computers everywhere and I'm like, what? You know, and then and then they, they're like, yes, there's a thing called the Freshers Fair. And I look at the booklet and I'm like, what? You know, and you've got all those societies, those people talking to you, those... Right, I came to the UK and I was like, I was just happy because I was, my first day, I just took a walk. It was actually really sunny because I think I arrived around June. And I was just taking a walk and people were just smiling at me. Girls were smiling at me for, for no reason. You know, and I was like, this is a strange country. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, pe people are awfully nice. <laughs> you know, they, I mean, they don't know me. Sheffield known for that, even in the UK, that is one of the most pleasant and friendly cities. Yeah. Uh, in it, it, we, I can't really undersell uh, Sheffield or oversell Sheffield, whichever is the correct one because I'm brain uh, fog at the moment. Yeah. I don't know why. But um, no, Sheffield is really a, a nice city. Uh, yeah. And it's very, a lot of people from the south do uh -huh. talk about coming to Sheffield or yeah. Leeds, yeah. Uh, both in Yorkshire world. Um, but it's like, uh, I know exactly what you mean because when I was in Manchester Street, again, it was seeing all the societies, seeing the job fair, seeing all the opportunities that were that were there for you and not being sometimes maybe realizing what their worth really is at the time because you feel like everybody's trying to get your attention everyone yeah. wants something as well as your course mates and the shenanigans and uh, any excursions that they might be offering at the university as well or any sports team joining those societies mm -hmm. uh, but the first year is full on as a young adult being in bed with a lot of responsibilities but at the same time having so many opportunities that's the thing yeah. and also to better yourself yeah that's yeah. what you do with your time. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Really. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got so so you know, you arrive there, you come from France and you see so many opportunities and you know at some point I, I was like, well, that's a bit much, you know, but then I don't realize I don't realize how many students actually there are yeah, in this university, that, you know. Yeah, you come in and you the, think I think we were fourth largest yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it's it's it was a big universe. So I didn't realize that you know you actually catering for fifteen thousand plus students, and you need all those in place and the societies and everything that you had to do. I was really impressed, but I came to the Freshers Fair, which was actually my first day actually coming to uni on my own for no really purpose. You know, mm -hmm. I came and in my head I was at home. I remember the day before I was like, man. You need to make friends, <laughs> you know, and you need to yeah. make friends society, straight away. Society is straight a really away. Good way for that. Yeah. So I was walking around the society fair, and then I met those two bold, which to me seemed Indian at the time. So Hamza and Zaki, mm. 
you know and i'm seeing them from afar they are looking in my eyes i'm looking in their eyes and then at some point we we pass they stop they're like hey what's your name i'm kev what's your name hamza and then it's like oh what are you doing oh i just arrived from france uh, i'm looking around hey that's cool do you want to have a look with us and i'm like yeah sure and they remain my friends for the whole uni years you know <laughs> you see and I, I felt really fortunate to come on the first time like this on Society Fair. Yeah, and, and meet someone that was actually really, actually really made an impact in my, uh, in my uni years, you know. So that was really something. And I was really impressed with everything that was there with, with Sheffield Island, but also how, how, how nice people were, you know, and how welcoming, you know. You, you, you are, especially coming from France, you think that people might not accept you, you know, especially being black and, uh, and all those things. And you're like, it just really yeah. changed my way of seeing things, you know, especially. And like you said, maybe it's really a Sheffield thing. It is, because uh, I have been to other cities uh, and it's, you get looked at as if you're trying to steal something from them, like a pickpocket or something, just for apologizing or just uh, moving out of the way. Yeah. You, just out of courtesy, yeah. Uh, and I feel like Sheffield has made people very soft. Uh, <laughs> not survive. If it was a purge, and each city went to go attack another city, we would be like those mobile game apps where villagers attack each other. Sheffield would, uh, Sheffield would not survive. We're too, we're too polite. Um, we all throw hands, mm. but we're we're too polite. We will, uh, we will turn the first cheek. Some of us more than others, I think. Okay. But no, it's again, it's a testament to just how polite and really nice Sheffield is as a. Okay. See, everyone has uh, pockets of um, you know different types, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, groups, communities. Um, but Sheffield is, is really a, a well, well, like uh, it's hard to say. It's just yeah. It's everyone is just a good, good experience. Uh, yeah. From all the mixed groups. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So describe a bit, a bit more your your first year and everything you had in terms of education, how easy or hard it was, what, what you had available. We'll come to the social bits after in a bit, but let's talk more about, you know, the uni, the uni experience itself on your first year as a whole. How was it? First, uh, it's just, it was actually uh, very quick. Uh, fresh year, the first semester of fresh years was, I felt like two, a couple of weeks by the time we got to Christmas. Uh -huh. Second semester uh, when it finished, uh, again, the first year will be the fastest year uh, it just it, it flew by us so I remember starting my second year yeah. and thinking where did the first year went yeah. um, course wise it, I don't feel like I struggled as much again I'm, I'm quite comfortable with mathematics uh, in school sixth form so to me uh, as how some people might see it very difficult it, to me it's just something that I would do as a hobby like play Sudoku mm. um, so for me on the course side of things I didn't really run into any problems yeah. and it wasn't essay heavy like something like uh, medicine or law yeah. where you have to do, do so many assignments have to write so many papers have to research so much material yeah and mathematics was simply just understanding formulas rules and applying them to different scenarios that are thrown at you yeah uh, so course wise it wasn't too heavy i don't feel like i made any serious impression on any of the staff and the staff don't really make that much haven't made that much of an impression on me either. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just uh, I felt like, like sixth form education wise mm -hmm. just come in do the hours and then leave mm -hmm. uh, what about yourself how right. did you find it for me surprisingly it was like a liberation you see I came from again you know in France the, the way of teaching students in university is really different and you find yourself spending hours and hours and hours studying 
I was doing probably 90 plus hours a week, you know, and I was working all the time, you know, between the classes at the uni and the studying at night and the evening classes and everything. I came here and on the first year, I think I probably had 15 hours a week of classes. And yes, I did, because I was doing biomed, I actually did have a lot of courses, but I, find, I found them extremely easy. I thought that there was a big gap between the first year and the later years of university. Uh, the first year seemed almost too easy for me. It was so easy that actually I didn't try so hard, you know. I was having the okay marks, which was, which, which was good enough for me, so it enabled me to do the socializing part and everything, and I felt that it was much better to understand because I had better access to the teachers, which helped me a lot as well because obviously they knew that I was from France, so they, they allowed me to ask a lot of questions, to send them email. They were very responsive because I met friends as well my level of English went up drastically. Yes, I remember when we, uh, when we first met, you had difficulty uh, keeping up with how fast I was speaking yeah. English. Yeah. And I think it was after two years, uh, you made a joke to me. He was like, I think when I first met you, you would be like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... Translation speed was so... It wasn't there yet. Yeah. So I remember, because uh, there are times yeah. in my speech, not when I'm conscious, I'm uh -huh. aware of it, but where I just go off yeah. uh, at the speed of light yeah. and uh, almost like bust around. Yeah, something. you have to imagine, you know, putting a French dude in in Yorkshire, mm. you know, with, with people. I had, my friends were, were you, which had actually a really strong Sheffield accent in my view and was speaking actually really fast. And I had Sam which was a guy from Manchester, which yeah. another big, strong accent too. Yeah. But honestly, putting me in that, in that bubble actually helped me to understand things much quicker. The first six months, I was literally recording every lesson because I had to go back home and listen to it again because it was just going too fast for me in between. Listening to the uh, lecturer, looking at, your, at the slides, talking to your friend <laughs> on the side as well, and then catching up on what he said. It was hard, you know, so I had to record everything. But fortunately, I think that how the uni system is done here, the first year is kind of easing you into the uni life. Absolutely. And I, yeah, and I think that that was really, really helpful for me because with everything that was put in place by the university and the system that was put in place, I could socialize, which helped me to understand better the language, and I could talk to my lecturers, have access to all the resources that I wanted. I remember those days as well, where sometimes we'll just go out and we'll come back, the library is open, you stay at the library the whole night to um, do your, your courses, but every resources is available in the library. Yeah. You see, you don't need to be doing five libraries to find, uh, you know, everything is there, you know, so... I think that's the first time for any student, really, uh, to do an overnight cram session is going to be at university. Six forms, mm -hmm. you don't have a 24-hour library, not that yeah. I'm aware of. Yeah. But that first time where I remember being at, uh, in the library and it was, you know, 
know, half eleven, quarter to midnight, and I'm looking around and I, I'm internalizing uh-huh. that I've got another three, four hours ahead. Yeah. And I think to myself, is this normal? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm staying up this late yeah. outside of my house in yeah. the library yeah. uh, where obviously at six form there were times where I kind of pushed assignment deadlines to the last minute. Uh-huh. I've never found myself working that late in the night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is an experience at universities and it's usually found where you've got less time yeah. than uh, you, that, you, you, that you actually need in the day. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think actually for once I realized that actually you don't need to study 100 hours to, to be great. You know, if you balance your life well and you manage your time well, you can get by. You know, you can actually study, go out, know. meet friends, do this. I don't know, <laughs> because you and your friends were running around with a certain title called LMBs. <laughs> we'll so, come to that later. <laughs> we'll come to that later. Yeah. Uh, but, but, we still passed. We still all have our degrees. Still get <laughs> you see? But, uh, I, we'll get to that story later. <laughs> all right, okay. So, let's, let's, get to, let's get to second year, Abdi. After second year, obviously, you know, we all, I mean, local from Sheffield. But for me, it was kind of like my second year in Sheffield, settling down. I was local, but it, it, was, it did actually show me just how many buildings in Sheffield I was unaware of were really affiliated with the university. Yeah. Uh, in, in other words, I had the huge, obvious signs. University of Sheffield, University of uh, Sheffield Hallam, uh, but it was there were so many, particularly around the town centre, city centre, and collegiate campus, where I had no idea it mm-hmm. had anything to do with the university. So there was, you know, huge sections of the map that I was familiar with. I just did not know what entities were within those places. So I was learning more about Sheffield yeah. uh, through going to university, even though I grew up there my whole life. But it was going to university that exposed me to certain. Uh, size of Sheffield I was not aware of. Was this your big change between the first year and the second year, you feel, of studies? Yeah, you know, the biggest change was the course load, uh, the work. Uh, the second year, it was a lot more work. Uh, again, not assignment heavy, uh, also assignment essay heavy. It was still assignment heavy, and uh, I had to pick up an extra side course of us, or extra credit everywhere of that. It's not an actual full degree. It's like a percentage of it to get extra credit. Um, and I did it for computer programming uh, for C+, I think it was. It was creating this retro 1970s Pong version kind of game. So it was really simplistic gaming software. Uh, but it was uh, to, get, to get you into the art of creating a programming language. I ended up just picking it up just for extra credit. Turning out that later on, I really did like it, which resulted in some decisions that I had to make later on. Uh, but rather, uh, the main takeaway that I got from halfway through my second year was how easy my first year was. And again, courses are different relative yeah. to each other. But just going, I think it was like November in my first day, my my second year, uh, wanting the Christmas period to hurry up. Yeah, I was done with that first semester. Right. Because um, I just found myself not enjoying the course as much as I did initially. Right. But also, I was going to get LMB, which was too... <laughs> my first year, I was not a part of that crowd. We'll get to that in a moment. My second year, uh, peer pressure and bullying. <laughs> 
hate led it. you <laughs> led you to be a yeah. different person. <laughs> uh, something that I don't want. It's like I didn't choose the streets. The streets chose me. It's that kind of scenario. I didn't choose to be an LFB. The LFB saw me. We saw you they and did, we we, we waited to you outside the library. They picked me up. <laughs> took me away, I was gone for a week, and <laughs> I became an LMB. That's it, you're never coming back. <laughs> but, uh, that was hand down the biggest difference, because I found myself not doing things that I was doing in the first year, or having the time to do things that I, that I had the time to do in the first year. Um, it became a lot more complicated, my that was something I was familiar with, mm-hmm. so I did find myself having to learn for the first time, or rather in a long time. Uh, because a lot of mathematics can build off of each other, but it was new concepts that I've never learned before. So uh, new definitions, new formulas, and it just—I think it was also the fact that the crowd was different. I think there's a lot of factors involved. It's never really the course. A great way to break it down is probably the environment, the crowd that was around, uh, maybe the relationship with the teacher. It just didn't seem as challenging for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I wasn't excited to be first person to solve it, which was something that I've always prided myself in school, solving equations before anybody else, because then I could say, I'm better than you. Yeah. Not <laughs> in value of life, I'm not saying that if the ship is sinking, I should be on the lifeboat because I got a 98 on the test. No. What I'm saying is, on that question, I'm better than you. And it, it is, it's like, uh, it's no different than a foot race when you have somebody else. The moment you beat them in that foot race, you pass the line. You turn around and say, I'm better than you. Again, not at life. I don't think you should go and do drastic changes or anything like that. Just, you know, in, for that race purpose. Yeah. I'm better than you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, just the magic, uh, it just it was not there anymore. It's like, Harry Potter in one of the movies saying, you know what, I'm done with Hogwarts. Mm. I'm going to go do magic stuff elsewhere. Yeah. Um, it was that kind of, not to foreshadow what I want to say, but um, it was just that experience. The second year just became more work and less engaging. Okay. How did you find Bangladesh Science? To me, really, I mean, you know, it was my second year in, in Sheffield, my second year in the UK. I was settling great, to be fair. You know, I thought at that time that being French in Sheffield is actually amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I felt like just because I was French, people just liked me. You know, and you know, I didn't realize so much. You know, my social skills and my communication skills and how approachable I was as a person and everything. I thought that people just liked me because I was French, tall and black, you know, and maybe there are not a lot, lot of people like me there. So, you know, I might be some kind of attraction. In terms of education, yeah, I agree with you that the load was, was so much more in terms, of, in terms of work, in terms of difficulty of uh, the work. That's when we started more lab works, and, and I hate lab work, man. Yeah, I remember you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys were very different in your second year. I mean, to me, I didn't really have a strong relationship with people on my course as you guys did, and, and some people on your course were my friends already. So I did find myself uh, studying with you guys more often when I had the opportunity in the library. But um, I did see that shift. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was your LMB culture catching up to you. Yeah. Uh, whereas <laughs> for me, I, w- I was just getting that first rush. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, this just made things a little bit more exciting. Yeah. But uh, I did really see that change in your mm-hmm. life. You guys, be- not to quote unquote say, became less fun. 
because there, there was this attitude, obviously, in the sense of make sure you get the best mark possible. Yeah. But it was like you guys were going to fight every day in your course. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was hard, like you said, because, you know, I also started building that, that great big social life, mm -hmm. you know, and with all the guys and, and that's when also I started my, my, my first business as well. Mm -hmm. I met my, uh, uh, my old business partner. And so it started getting so much more. Then the uni started adding up on, on it as well. So you start to realize that, oh, you know, I've got to start managing better. I've got to start focusing better because although the first year didn't really count in your degree, now it starts getting serious. Now it starts now. The first time you start, you have a really bad mark, mm. you realize that now the, yeah. the second time I've got to get better. I've got, so that's when really the, longest nights yeah. at the library started where you know we would spend ages and ages and I don't ages. Think I and stayed once in the library overnight in the first year. Yeah. Don't have any of that no, no. Oh, honestly, yeah. But the second year I remember myself in the library so many times and I remember those times where deadline is at twelve and at eleven forty five you see myself, Hamza and Zaki running from the library to the bioscience <laughs> to the bioscience department which is actually man that's a run man that's actually I ran with you guys once <laughs> man i ran I, I was not even in the i didn't even need to go to that room i was seeing yeah. how see so this is what the lmbs is last that's at least boys. five five minutes the lmbs <laughs> is last minute boys so these guys knew on a monday that four weeks on that day so monday first uh, Monday the 28th, uh, the assignment is due. They won't pick it up till the Friday, so <laughs> the 25th. Yeah. And then, literally, uh, as the clock is ticking, so it's due at 12 o'clock, 1 yeah. o'clock, yeah. five minutes to, they are running up the stairs. Man, we are sprinting. They're, they're not alone, there are already people in the room trying to hand theirs in. <laughs> That's they, the funniest part. They were running, and I was running with them. And for pure, pure comedy, I was laughing all the way because at this point I wasn't really much of an LMB. This was their early days. I later found myself handing in assignments via email minutes before the deadline because I couldn't go to the room. Uh, and I had a decent enough relationship with my tutor at the time. But that, that is the uh, LMB origin. And you, you can see how initially in the first year I was in an LMB. I was bullied. And ridiculed. To get in there. But to be fair, man, you know, that's the most funniest part mm. because you pick up your assignment just like two days before handing it because obviously you've got to go out and then you've got to, then it's you wake the up and then you. That, I, I don't know, like, you, I don't have a valid reason really, but it, is so it much felt. To do. Yeah, it felt at the time that there was so much to do than to pick up your assignments couple of weeks before <laughs> you yeah, know there's so much to do that you don't even realize you're procrastinating because yeah. the entire time you're having fun yeah like we, we exactly. all know when we're procrastinating yeah when we're not enjoying what we're doing yeah because but, we're trying to avoid something else we're yeah. so conscious but of this it. time you're really having fun yeah and you're really having fun on a daily basis you are coming to lecture you're having some kind of fun with your friends yeah, as well you because know, you, know, you know there's, there's an assignment and you know there's an assignment you know that eventually you have to get to it but we get up to it last minute such, yeah you have such yeah. a great time whereas now if i was to procrastinate if i have something to do on a weekend or yeah. an evening i'm although i'm not doing what i'm supposed to be doing and i'm watching something binge watching going out socializing whatever it might be I am not enjoying myself as much because yeah. I know I'm going to have to pick it up. Exactly. Whereas there was that naivety, that uh, childlike wonder, if you will, where 
you you brushed it off to the last minute. And yeah. I think it was handing it in moments before it was due. Yeah. Was that rush that high that just made all the anxiety go yeah. away? And you feel like somehow when you're young, you feel like everything will work out eventually. Oh, and yes, and yes, I mean yes. I mean more time than not everything worked out for us but you know i mean i wish that you know i could have i could have definitely done we could have definitely managed our time better but then the most funniest part is when you have to hand in your stuff at 12. so first you are in the library you are finishing everything me Ham, um, hamza and zaki we are all on it at 11 30 we finally finish you've got to print it okay mm. but because 20 percent of the university have to handing something at 12 as well yeah. you end up in front of the printer and you are queuing for like <laughs> you are queuing in front of people because they have to print their shit as well <laughs> you know so you are like this and you are waiting like for five minutes and you're like shit 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 and it's already uh, uh 11 and you still not printed your shit so by 11 52 you, your shit is coming out of the printer uh-huh. and you're like yes and you've got to staple everything and you are making the Fastest. fastest run ever and honestly from the light from the third floor of the library to the biosense um, to the bioscience reception that's like a five minute run you run and you arrive in front of the reception and there are 10 other people queuing <laughs> that, are, yeah. that have to to uh, hand in their work you've arrived at 11:58, and you see 10 people in front of you so you know already that it's impossible that you hand in your work on time <laughs> you know have the, I'm, actually, I'm, not sure. yeah. I'm not even sure if we even had lmps on my course yeah so most of the time is you could email across oh right yeah we, I, we weren't document heavy as you yeah know. it was just equation i mean i remember so this is an essay question that we had mm-hmm. so uh, such and such person had a theorized a new mathematical theory or explanation of how something happened sometimes it was physics as well or chemistry uh they got a new theory or they've proven something and th- the questions were like how should they have gone about promoting this new idea yeah so it becomes more of a uh, uh, just a talking conversation is not even to do with math. It becomes about marketing. It becomes about networking. It becomes about uh, the uh, clergy, uh, their stronghold on sciences and the, uh, the social darkness uh, and the political uh, influence from like the monarchies, the noble house. So it's it becomes a, a conversation that you have with somebody. Yeah. Um, but I'm not talking about whether uh, you know their work is right or wrong uh-huh. or if they're. Uh, what's the uses or advantages for it? It was just about how should this. I still remember the essay because I can't even remember what I got for it. But I remember handing it in, thinking I'm I'm not even confident with what I've just sent to him. Yeah. Because I just sent I just sent this person. Uh, I think it was about uh, thousand five hundred or two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, just conversation of me, just saying how I felt about how this guy should have posted <laughs> this book, yeah. this paper, and yeah. I just I can't I still can't remember what I got for it. Uh, but that was a first year assignment. Right. And a lot of them were just sent by email. So I'm, I never really got this rush yeah. to, to a particular office to get a staff yeah. assigned. Yeah. Coming soon, we have city and university blogs all available on our YouTube channel, Love Media. Search Love Media on YouTube. Our assignments sometimes were like over 20, 30 pages, and you had to read like countless amounts of books because it was really heavy in terms of. The, the amount of references you had to go through to actually 
produce a good quality essay. That's really the thing in biomedical science as well. You know, I mean, there's really an impact put on the research part of it. So we spent a lot of time in the library because we had to research a lot. We had to read a lot of books. We had to show on our on our assignment that we have actually documented ourselves and here are the references and this is what we have to show. So everything that was done and especially from the second year they, they they really prepared us for the third year which is like so much worse than second year but on the second year it was really about hey guys do your research if you don't do it well you won't get um, the good mouth and sometimes because we were last minute boys we got caught a lot into this so another advice don't do last minute things we we would sometimes like we won't want to have enough time so the research are not done well enough the references are not so much extensive so you end up with just the pass and sometimes just the pass it just puts you so much more stress across the year because you know you're not doing well and you just it's just it's just has hard to push it through you know mm-hmm. so mean, yeah for us uh, we weren't paper a lot i say like yeah paper material heavy uh, if you miss the seminar or you miss uh, a lecture you've got the materials uh, ready available. Yeah. You just go on YouTube. There's somebody explaining how the formula works or what, <laughs> yeah. or what it's used for. Yeah, so yeah. You don't have YouTube for bioscience people. It's just, yeah, you know, it's shit. This is why second year I became LMB because I realized <laughs> some of my lectures, uh, and for me, my yeah. second year was not friendly because uh, the majority of my lectures were 9, 10 a.m. kind of lectures. Yeah. So there were early mornings and yeah. I was messing with my social yeah. life because mm. throughout the week there's all types of social events for you to attend to. Yeah. Uh, public and private. So it's so it, it became a frustrating thing. I just realized, hey, yeah. you know, um, I got the syllabus and I know they're talking about mm-hmm. next week and yeah. watch the YouTube video this weekend. Yeah. If I don't understand it, yeah. then I'll just go to the lecture. If I don't, right. if I do, then uh, I probably yeah. skip that but that that was mm-hmm. me trying to cut corners to try and do as much as possible um, it wasn't a case of hating the course itself yeah. it was more like well if I don't have to go to the lecture because I understood what we talked about it this weekend mm-hmm. then I can go out Tuesday uh, Tuesday evening yeah. and not go to the lecture on Wednesday morning yeah. uh, but that, that was a huge advantage for maths uh, yeah. and I'm sure the physics is exactly the same because they are tons of material out there yeah. where people are just explaining expanding on them and now now that you've got freelancers out there doing like uh, Pfizer's website you can get people to explain something for you uh, as cheap as the chips I'm not saying you should get them to do your work for you don't do that but it's it's just how there's so many resources uh, inc- uh, the resources increase year after year mm-hmm. of how you can solve your problems yeah 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 I know what you mean I mean you know for us as well you know what was what was good in a way is somehow the um, the biomedical group on that year was, was kind of really close and I can really remember about 20 or 30 of us that actually really knew each other were going out on a regular basis we're talking a lot throughout the classes so you see a lot of them in the library even so you know even the last minute boys it was you could see that in a lot of biomedical students actually where the day before on the day you see people in the library so you know a lot of assignments that we have to give 10 turned into group work 
<laughs> you yeah. see, it turned a lot into group work where we were all in a big table in the library. I remember us in a big table in the library, sometimes at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. And everyone has his book. Everyone has to take uh, a little part of the assignment so that we can get it done. And we got caught a lot into that as well. You know, like sometimes, I mean, especially me and Amza, I'm sure that our assignments sometimes were really, really, really similar you know and you know and you think that you are 19 you are you you're 20 and you think that you are smarter than the yeah, you don't realize that the professor been doing this for so long exactly they have systems to stop this exactly and you know i don't even because i think it's only in the third year where we started having program called Turn it in. You remember yeah. that program? Yeah. Before that, we didn't have that program that could uh, tell you that you were actually plagiarizing. You know, so we would write something we'll be like, oh, I'll just rewrite the, um, the the sentence. It's okay. He won't even realize. Oh, he won't realize that our our uh, assignment above the same. He's got to mark five hundred of them anyway. Yeah. No, they do realize. <laughs> they do realize. Trust me. So that was one thing as well. But you know, it's all part of the learning process. I think. Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't have to worry about like again because we weren't uh, paper heavy. Yeah, we, we were just explaining equations. Yeah. Even then, there are calculators online that will solve that for you. Not that you should use that because yeah. Yeah, it doesn't help you in the exam. Mm -hmm. But there's so much on the math side that it's it, it, it is if you enjoy maths, and you're pretty good at maths, uh, you've got boundless uh, resources online to, yeah. to assist you with that. Um, unfortunately, that, that was one of the things that I loved because I did law as an A-level mm -hmm. and I just I had fun because it was you know watered down from a degree yeah. but uh, when I just remember how many assignments that they gave us as homeworks to, to review cases like Fanny in bed there was another one I can't remember Fanny in bed was basically a woman named Fanny who was just sick and dying in bed yeah. uh, and her family went over to visit a few times but then they just abandoned her she died in bed the family became liable uh, because they started a duty of care uh -huh. so they went to go see her and treat her then they abandoned her uh -huh. they've not gone to see her or treat her or anything like that they would have not been uh, sued, uh, in, sort of in trouble so they were prosecuted for uh, negligence and all the other stuff I think it was um, because the person is dying you start treating them you can't just leave them in that state I just remember that one because the name is funny funny in bed but it's it, it was just that as well as business studies and economics I just remember how uh, assignment heavy it was like for my second year in economics at sixth form uh, every week I had a hundred mark question essay sent uh, about a hundred once a week 40 marks for question A 40 marks for question B you choose one, two and three but each one has two sections to it yeah. so I remember just having that terrible experience of I won't say experience just the lack of enjoyment I'm not an essay kind of guy yeah. uh, I like doing one or two but it's it's not something that's regularly going to be on the menu yeah. if I have a choice about it yeah. but comparing it to mathematics how you were doing with that uh, turn it in mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have any of that right okay uh, cool alright let's talk about the last year of Bachelor how was your last year? that was actually my last year because that's okay. when I that's when I picked up my um, extra uh, credit course uh, in computer programming, C++ and C++. Um, and then that got me changed because at that point I decided I wanted to get into computer sciences. Yeah. And I also got tired of being a poor student. So I just started working more uh, outside of work. And then it got to a point where I, moving into the third year, I did not see the drive, the potentiality. I just found myself, I'm going to be miserable yeah. because I'm going to be messing up in university so I said to myself take a year out 
year I became two, two became three, three became doing a course in programming, and then at that point, uh, just telling myself I'll go back to it eventually. Eventually became uh, changing the tuition from 3,000 to 10,000, which made it a little bit um, more off-putting. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just, but then that's that's how it's that's how it's been. I mean, my life's been different since university, but that's where I took a break. Initially, it was to pause the course for a year or yeah. two, uh, but then that became ten years now. Mm. So ten years ago now, uh, I'll be finishing my third year. Uh, okay. But do I have any regrets or anything about the decisions I've made? Absolutely not. Uh, I'm happy with a lot of decisions that I've made. But it's, it's just well, that's where the road ended for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what gave me actually the confidence at the time was I spoke to my uh, main lecturer uh, and I explained it to him. Uh, and he told me it was a similar thing that his son had gone through. And he was on a, he was currently on a year out. Uh, he didn't do the sandwich where you go work. He just took a solid year out. Yeah. Um, and we read that although maths is favorite subject of mine and a passion for it it's not something that I see myself doing as a career as right. paid so uh, we just had a heart to heart talked about it uh-huh. um, and he said just take a year out see how you feel if you do wish to come back obviously um, I'm still here shout out to Michael uh, but then yeah I just found myself going down further the rabbit hole of yeah. computer sciences then finding out that if I wanted to switch over completely yeah. I would have to pay out pocket for the uh, courses for the first two years, which I thought was a bit unfair, considering I didn't fail the first second year. Yeah, it was just a pause. Yeah, uh, I didn't, I, I'm not required at the time to retake year one and year or year two. Yeah, uh, so I felt like that was a bit annoying because I could have just moved it across, and then obviously I would pay for the final year. So then I'm invested enough to to pay for that final year. Yeah, because any anyone can pay for the first year, but then they might drop out if they don't see the value in paying for it in the next year. Yeah. Everyone does pay essentially, obviously, student loans just makes it easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where it ended for me. I know you went on because I, I was still in touch with you and still hanging around with you in the medical <laughs> science. Yeah, yeah, I did went on for my for my last year, but I think if I really remember well, I think my, that year is, is, is probably the worst year of my 20s. The third you know, year. yeah, the third year because everything everything kind of started going bad, you know, it was like the the end of the honeymoon period, mm-hmm. you know, where everything was going so well in Sheffield and then all of a sudden everything went uh, went bad. So to me it was really about, you know, I think everything that I was doing in my life started catching up to me, you know. Uh, on the third year, uh, obviously, I, I will come a bit back to it as well but you know I um, like you know I open um, the the business and we're organizing so much parties La Fiesta, La Fiesta and it was all across the the UK so I remember days where I would I would have classes until maybe 4 p.m. then I would take my car I would drive to Liverpool for for a party which will finish at 4 uh, 4 a.m. then I would drive back at home uh, just have time to maybe sleep one hour take breakfast, go back to uni. And it was just like that all year long. Then I had to also manage time with my friends as well. I think we're still going out pretty much. And, you know, I got used to going out, meeting people, you know. So it was also uh, uh, your social life as well that you had to keep up. And then the university came on top as well. The third year of biomedical science was really about your project. 
you see and and okay. you had that massive project to do which literally uh, uh, took you uh, months in the lab and this is where i really realized that i don't want to work in the lab but um, so i basically was spending my time at the lab because i had to i i can't remember what i what i had to make those cells do and what result i oh, had to uh, uh, yeah yeah to find but it was it was something anyway uh, i remember going at the lab and basically getting incorrect results all the time you know basically for three months all i did was to test the same thing to always fail and to write an essay on how i was uh, how i failed but it was a kind of expected that i that i would fail but they, 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 they wanted to see my my progress really in, into it but it was really draining really hard because i was so exhausted as well from my professional life that i created from my social yeah. life that i created and now i had to deal with the uni as well personal life was completely into shambles my relationship was going to the ground i think after that year six months later i left i, I left sheffield I think to move to Coventry. So that year really was not really enjoyable for me, but in terms of work, I think it just really followed the trend of getting harder from year to year to year to finally come into the point where you actually get to use all the equipment in the lab to actually make your own research and you actually left on your own with just a supervisor in the lab, but you're just doing your own your own test and you are just managing your own time so basically you could go to the lab at any time you know and i think that that liberty as well uh, uh, didn't help me because sometimes again you go out you come back yeah. and then instead of going to your lab at 8 a.m you turn up there at at 1 p.m but you've got only two three hours because it closes at some point yeah. and then you've not basically done as much that. I don't think I could have done the third year based on what I was doing outside of university. Yeah. Again, it was, I was just far too much juggling too many things. I would have got even a, I would have got a result from university that I would not have been happy with. Or yeah. Would not have reflected the time or my capacity rather because everyone everyone has a, a certain capacity for uh, for, for things uh, whether it's physical, mental, and even again uh, academics, uh, social skills, whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, everybody has capacity for certain things. Uh, and I would have felt like it would not have been a fair representation. It would have been a, a, a grade that I would have not mentioned. Like yeah. I would have said, oh, which university do you attend to? Oh, I went to this university. Oh, it. Yeah. Hey, so did you watch that movie? You know what I mean? I would yeah. just change, because I, uh, I would not want a grade that would just make me feel like not bringing university up. Yeah. So that's how I was heavily motivated as well, again, with the gap year. And once I was out, I remember seeing you guys being, again, yeah. more work, overwork, more stress. Yeah. Particularly yourself running your business on the side. Yeah. And I remember just feeling how liberated I was with my job. Yeah. Uh, and balancing uh, my own personal development as well as socializing. Uh, it felt like it was more manageable. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, once that period was going to be over, I'm going to have a battery in my back, go back to university. Yeah. Little did I know that the places I was going and the environments I was being exposed to mm -hmm. were like guiding me down a different path yeah. where it just became returning back to complete that course seemed like probably not as uh, not probably not the best decision mm. um, I mean there's a lot of factors involved what is, what is a good decision what is a bad decision um, because of, of some things that are that might be bad for you uh, some things that are good for you might come across bad like you know medicine tastes like shit so but it, it just became a point where I realized 
there's other things out there that I will be happy to wake up doing mm. uh, and I end up going down the road where I took my own self-development, I took my own time out, unpaid, yeah. Yeah. unsupported, to learn something and then go off do an apprenticeship, internship kind of course out of town yeah. uh, for it. And it just became a path where maths now became a hobby. Yeah. So I would read upon things about maths. Yeah. I would, from time to time, uh, look at all stuff that I used to do just to keep my mind sharp, yeah. uh, play uh, games on very like geared towards mathematics yeah so it, it was still a passion that i was excited about but it was definitely not something that i would see myself getting paid to do right yeah yeah i mean for me as well you know i really regret that somehow i didn't do better but when i think back was it possible for me to do better at that time i don't know i wish that maybe i talked more to the people available at the university and I think that it would have probably be best for me to consider taking a gap year then instead of pushing it and trying to finish as uh, as quickly as possible and I don't know why at the time for me taking a gap year didn't seem like an option you know I feel like it's a very British thing you yeah. know to take breaks in between your your, your yeah, studies and, and I think that's really cool you know, I think that's really do that between, yeah. They tend to do that between university and college. Yeah. So before they go to university, people will yeah. take out a year to just travel or do some work to get some money. So people tend to do that. It's once once you're on the course, then these expectations come in. Yeah. Like if if you take a year out, but you're not, it's not part of your course, like a sandwich or employment. It's kind of like oh, they're backpacking. Okay, that's cool. But then if you don't go back, or yeah. if you decide, even in your first year, you're in your first semester, and you say, uh, university isn't for me, and I don't really feel comfortable, all of a sudden, the social you know, pressures like, oh, dropout, yeah. uh, failure, yeah. kick in. So yeah. a lot of people, they, yeah. they see it as having to defend themselves once they leave university. Yeah, yeah, and I felt at that time, and I felt at, at that year as well, because it's, you know, I feel it's crazy how somehow one day everything is great, and then, the other day it's not you know but I felt how it was so hard to um, you feel I felt at that time on my third year under extreme pressure you know and I think being I think I was what 21 22 being being that young and being under so much pressure and feel that you have so much responsibility I had, I had so much responsibilities and things to to think about that I thought that I didn't realize that it was just too much for me and I think that that pressure and especially with the social pressure, I couldn't like go and say, oh, I've dropped out from my third year of uni or this and that, you know. So you've got yeah. to finish, you've got to do it, you know, and you've especially, got to find a way. Especially if you're so far into university, yeah. a lot of your social circles are students. Yeah. So you tend to find yourself, whereas if you, especially if you're out of town as well, if you move back home, uh, so if you move from Manchester University back down to London, yeah. Um, you, yeah, you're familiar with your environment in London, everyone's cool and stuff, but the bonds and the strong relationship you've just made, they are very hard to maintain. Yeah. Let alone when you graduate. Yeah. But just leaving mid-course, it's, it's just like you're, this new identity or this newfound toy of yours uh, that you've just got, it's just been taken away from you. Yeah, so and, it's like, and, and it's like a new life. I mean, when you get into, the, to your, into university, I mean, my life was university. My friends were there, my, the people I knew were there. there. You know, even you were not at uni, but we're still seeing each other all the time. And you know, it was everything was around the un the, the university. So to leave all that all of a sudden doesn't you know doesn't really make sense. I mean, it didn't make sense for me at the time. You know, so 
I still went through, but thinking back, I, I thought that I could have definitely do with a gap year and recharge my battery, focus on other things, and then come back to finish it. That concludes our podcast number one of our great adventure. Imagine we've been talking about this for months. Yeah. We are literally materializing this now with our first episode, with another 30 to come for the first season. You guys will hear so much about other students and their stories. You will learn so much more and hopefully it's going to be, uh, it's going to be very useful. Um, so obviously at the, they can uh, um, go online as well on our, uh, if they want to chat with us, they can find us on Instagram. We are pretty, we are pretty active on uh, yeah, social uh, media. Or, Twitter. Or, or, or and you're more Twitter. You might Twitter twi- person. Yeah, or t- uh, yeah the t- um, I prefer Twitter if I can be honest with you. I actually got rid of my account uh, some years ago uh, because Twitter is a black hole that once you get in it's very hard to escape its gravity so I didn't need a break from it I was heavily involved in Twitter yeah. um, but now I've scaled it down but I've only recently just joined it what's your ID? give your ID to the people ah, oh, Rhythm Star R-I-V-E-M okay. Star yeah, and you can find me as well on the Instagram um, I love Kev17 uh, but you also see our full profiles on our website, uh, which is building and it's coming out very soon. So much for you guys to see, so much content that is coming up. So we absolutely look forward to um, having this uh, connection with you that is building. I'm really happy. Uh, happy. happy. Mm. What do you think? Do you want to close it up? Yeah, I mean, guys, uh, please uh, stay tuned. And uh, if you do really like the show, uh, don't forget to like, uh, share, subscribe, and follow us on all platforms. Uh, we also will be having a new YouTube channel coming out called Love Media, where we will be doing a lot of uh, city vlogs, video, uh, university vlogs, uh, as well as uh, uh, content to uh, par very well with uh, what's going on in society and social uh, groups as well, particularly towards uh, young adults and university students. But uh, it is a wide ranging, which uh, 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 got a range of content that we're going to be having on that YouTube channel. Yeah, and you can see all of this, guys, in our description below. We will leave as many links as possible uh, for you guys, but never hesitate to uh, come to us or our brand ambassadors to ask all the questions you need. We are literally here for you guys. We have an extensive experience in this and like you've heard, we have experience in going out and socializing. So do not hesitate to come back to us. Thank you Take very care, much guys. for Thank you. listening. Thank you. Take care and speak to you all soon. Looking speak forward soon. to seeing you. Bye. Godspeed. Bye.